0: Hello, Ryan. Hello, well welcome to Biohacking Joe Baines and uh, this is LifeHacks. And uh, I have here Katie Haggis uh, with Scotland so she has a perfect name, I presume she's half cottage as well. Uh, and uh, so we we're gonna talk about LifeHacks. So uh, so how have you so do you wanna tell us about your show first? Sure. I'm in a show that is actually
1: uh, it's called Watching Lori Die. And it is written by Judith Thompson, a very famous Canadian playwright. And it is about segregation in, in our broken penal system. Sorry. So it is uh, basically myself, the mother and the inmates, just the three of us. It's a 70-minute show in the ballroom of the assembly rooms. And it moves pretty quickly. There's some lightness in it, but essentially this show, this changed the laws of restraint in Canada. Uh, this very case its based on a true story about Ashley Smith, who was a young girl incarcerated at 14 and then eventually segregated and went into federal prisons by 18 and um, killed herself. It's a very sad story. Wild. Guards were ordered to not, you know. It's it's a very sad story. I'll let you see play, but that's what it's about. So and
0: what year is this supposed to be? It was
1: in two thousand and seven that uh, oh, it actually percent. killed herself. Yeah, and we re replace it, we don't use her name, and we but we do use the story, uh, and we place it in two
0: thousand and eighteen. Okay, you're from Canada, right? That's and right. You yeah. know, you've heard of Jordan Peterson?
1: That's right. He's a yes. massive,
0: uh, yeah. He's he's a a tour de force. He is in a tour
1: de force right now in the uh,
0: yes in the world in the forget world forget in Canada. the world. No, that's Canada. right. Yeah, yeah. Forget Canada. It is um, bigger than, yeah. than that. Yeah. So, what are you what are your views on Jordan Peterson? I just being curious because well, I follow uh, a lot of what he says rings true for me. Does it? Yes. Because he seems to have a massive men following.
1: He does. I think he does. um I think he's protecting the right... Actually, Scotland penned this in the 1700s about um, freedom of speech. Yeah. And that is my understanding, that he is not... Um, that he is trying to protect uh, freedom of speech, yeah. my, is my take on it. Primarily because I know that a lot of people think um, that he's not following a certain code, he's not, he's not using politically correct terms, he's refusing in some cases to identify um, certain people that are transitioning, for example, their, their sexuality or their um, gender. But I actually don't think it is because he doesn't believe that that uh, is what he should be doing. I think it's primarily because people are telling him what, they, what to say. And yeah. that is in fact his yeah that is in fact his uh, stance, yeah. stance from what I understand. So in some ways I would say you know we need somebody like Jordan Peterson to
0: protect the rights of free speech. Yeah. I mean I like his thing on um, self-identifying. Right, where somebody right. can say, I'm a man or a woman, right, uh, and change their gender whenever they want. So I do a joke on that. Um, I play with the audience on that, and at the end I say, I also uh, self-identify, because I think it's important, I self-identify as a white supremacist. Uh, <laughs> so, which gets right. that reaction, basically. Which <laughs> that reaction, so, sure. It, which is really good, yeah. Uh, so I play around with the audience, trying to see if I can get a reaction from it. Um, so yeah, yeah, so I love that. Uh, yeah.
1: yeah, I mean, I, I think initially, you know, we're, we're sort of like, oh, that's not right. But sometimes I feel like whenever we say that's ridiculous, we actually have to ask ourselves, is it? Yeah. You know, and sometimes, I have found that anyways, that to, if you judge too quickly, too fast, without educating yourself. So the more I read about him, and the more I understood his actual uh, mandate to protect his right to to, for, for self-expression, freedom of expression, and I was like, oh, okay, okay.
0: Yeah, and, and he doesn't, um, he's, the other thing, I think men, the reason men follow him because he's true to himself. If he's, if he's gonna say something and he thinks he's gonna upset you, he doesn't care. No. And that's what you know, man is, you know, like, a, that's what, you know, right. that's what drives, uh, and so that's why he has such a big following. Sure, 100%. he's
1: provocative in that yeah, way. Yeah, that's
0: right. And I think though he's he... polarizing. That's the word. It? That's true.
1: That's true. Yeah. And you know, I've talked to a lot of men who have changed how I feel about this situation actually, because if you read the papers and if you read the headlines, you will hate him. <laughs> yeah. And you will think that he should be uh, taken out of the system, the educational system. But it's it's uh, actually deeper than that, and um, yeah. So I can't say that I, I am totally against him. Sorry, yeah. I just dropped the wedding ring I use oh. in the show. Okay. So yeah. I'm really not married,
0: but yeah. I, <laughs> I,
1: I often forget to take it off. So everyone in Scotland thinks I'm married.
0: Oh, uh, excellent. I, which is fun. Yeah. Okay, so that's good. I like that, yeah. So, life hacks, So So tell us, how have you optimized your life?
1: How have I optimized my life? Well... Um, I did not have a traditional, very traditional sort of—I'm um, going to say—upbringing. My parents owned a bar for ninety, uh, like for forty-five years, and um, I'm going to say that it was untraditional in that I can't say there was a ton of guidance. Um, not that I'm upset by that, but it, it allowed me to uh, march to the tune of my own drummer. And I think um, it also, uh, my parents are very, I was very fortunate in that they, they weren't alcoholics. I do, um, you know, I, I really actually think they did an amazing job. They had big hearts. They were great storytellers and have a good sense of comic timing. And um, yeah, I think I, uh, I trusted that I wasn't going to fit into any kind of Category, and so I just kind of trusted in that, but I felt like I knew, I knew right from wrong and had sort of a good moral. Hope. So um, whatever that is, I mean, I just you know I wasn't going to end up in jail, you know. Yeah, <laughs> oh. that, that's so good. prison prison was not an option at that point. Uh, so yeah, I feel like I trusted my instincts and did kind of what I wanted.
0: Did you have like a morning routine or? before going on
1: stage or? Yeah, I certainly have a pre-show routine. I didn't, um, you know, and when I say this, I mean, I didn't, I'm talking from, you know, the time I got out on my own, basically. I had no real discipline, which was a drawback because there's a lot of freedom within structure. And uh, growing up the way I did, I didn't have a ton of structure. So what I had to learn was um, to structure myself a little bit, to give myself some... And that translates, after I went to theater school, I think that made a big difference. I learned, you know, before theater school, I sort of felt like I was in a movie all the time. I was on the outside looking in at my life. And when I went to theater school, that changed all that. It um, it taught me that I needed to be clear in who I was so that I could play other characters and have someone to come back to. So there's a rule in theater school that if you, if you can't come back emotionally, you need a therapist, not a director. Yeah. It also taught me to listen, and it taught me to do something, to put my focus on what I'm doing so I become more myself in the process. And um, that's why you see musicians with their face kind of all screwed up, because they're focusing on their music. And uh, once I started to do things and put my focus on what I was doing, A, I got more things done, and B... I was able to come more myself in the process.
0: Okay, and then do you have any kind of morning
1: routine? I do now, especially when I have a show, yeah. Um, so I was trying to work out and swim and stretch and do those kinds of things before workout. but I think the show in and of itself is a workout. It's not a physical thing, it's an adrenaline thing. So what I do do is I make sure I meditate. I come up the hill, I'm sharing an apartment with two other kids, basically, they're young. So I come up the hill before them, I meditate in the lobby of the space. It's okay if there's distractions around. The whole point is to listen to your breath and kind of get grounded. And then I read over the scripts and then I warm up my voice. I do scales and um, and then I feel like with that little bit of physical, just to get up the hill and stuff, and to do a little stretches. That I'm kind of good to go. It's about kind of not caving and getting scared of it. Okay. Yeah.
0: For me. Yeah, yeah. What do you What do you think? Of in, in, what do you think you learn? What do you think in your life that could be useful to others? Like somebody else stopping out uh, in wanting to yeah. do this?
1: So I think it is, like I said before, uh, you know, a lot of people don't realize that acting is about listening. It's listening to each other on stage. Um, it's not about sort of taking up the space and becoming the center of attention. I know. Sort of, a lot of people feel that acting is a very self-absorbed business and I think it's a celebrity, you know, saturated situation, Yeah. but you actually have to do things out there. So if you're the doctor, you have to take the pulse, or, you know, if you're um, waiting for a bus, you're an actor in waiting, so you actually have to do a few things that... Uh, so I would suggest that um, you get some training. I, 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 it's not something, actually, that you can wing for very long. Um, it's a little, you know, it's like music. You may have the ability to play CD&G, but you actually might want to, yeah, which is all Elvis knew <laughs> and more, but yeah. you might want to um, get some training and, yeah, learn how to use your body and your voice, because it's an instrument. You have to use it every day, then it can wear
0: out. What voice? Everything, yeah, your body. Oh, wow. like.
1: It's you know it's, there's adrenaline and it's a high level of adrenaline regardless of how many you know people are even in the audience certainly if it's a poor house um, it's uh, very hard to come down from and it's it's you know um, yeah it's, it's something that can interrupt your sleep um, you know we can be hard on ourselves when things in the live theater go wrong and they do because we're human and no one's perfect. Um, I think we can be really hard on ourselves and we're working together as a team and we're trying to put together an ensemble of sorts. Yeah. So you have to work with each other, yeah.
0: Okay. And okay. is this the I... first show that you brought into Edinburgh? Or...
1: Very first show I've ever been to uh, was in Edinburgh. I did a show at um, uh, Canada House in England, in London. Okay. And I was very, in front of mine, Rick wrote, Land Road and I was, uh, that was my first introduction maybe in doing a show in the UK. So this is my first, though, in
0: Edinburgh, and certainly my first here at the Fringe Crest. Fringe Crest. In London, I live in the Docklands, yes. and I live in an area, just a very small area, called Canada Water. Oh! And the reason it's called Canada Water is because in the old days, because it's a, dock, uh, a Docklands, yeah. um, the wood that used to come from Canada used to get yeah. loaded at that point. Interesting. And so yeah. that's why they call it Canada Florida. Okay. So, yeah. water. so I live in Canada, really.
1: Yeah. <laughs> there you go, you're Canadian.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Canadian. i Canadian, there love you it. go. Yeah. And what are some pivotal moments in your life that made you grow or led to an epiphany?
1: Going um, to theater school was very good for me. I was 30 years old. Um, I couldn't sort of make a decision on what I wanted to do before then. I uh, did a lot of hospitality because I grew up in that industry. But like I said, I felt like I was in a movie and I felt like I was watching myself in a movie. I don't know how else to explain it. It just didn't feel like I was um, grounded and uh, living and I didn't have any sort of goals picked. And But when I went to theater school, that changed and I became more myself and I realized that actually uh, I was glad, A, that I didn't go until I was 30. So yeah. I had lived a full life. Yeah. And... So I would say theater school was pivotal, and it taught me to listen. Uh, or at least it, you know, more so than other, you know what I mean by that, yeah? People yeah. sometimes wait until their turn to talk, but they don't really listen. Um, Most
0: people don't listen. Yeah.
1: I know doctors and lawyers that don't listen. Um, I, so I felt like that, regardless of whether I practiced theater, I felt like it gave me some good ground
0: rules for life. I, and I, I do stand-up comedy, and one of the problems I found was that when I'm on stage, I was in my head. So I went to clown school. There you go. I did two weeks of clown where we weren't allowed to talk.
1: Yes, good.
0: And so okay. you couldn't, you know, yes. tell jokes, but you still have to tell jokes with your body. It's
1: it. And That's it. That's your I, instrument.
0: I struggled because I was the only comedian and I struggled more than the people who've never been sure, on stage. Yeah. Because I was always trying to think, you know? Yeah. And then she was like, no no, 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 you can't think. You've got to be in the moment. Yeah. And that, I mean, I, that, so I actually want to go back and do class school again. Uh, because I want to be in the present, you know? Yes. And, and then the, the words should take care of themselves. So, yeah, exactly. yeah.
1: Oh. yeah. I think it's, it's a very big, you know, and you have a brilliant face, I think, for fun. Seeing, like, in terms do of i do yeah, like even, I, I can see you. Your eyes are very expressive, and I can oh, see that you could. But but again, yeah, that's you getting your so again I had this physical body. I swam lots and you know, was athletic, but it wasn't in it wasn't in sync with my part, my mind. Yeah. yeah, it was kind of detached. So and I was really a smart kid and I read a lot. Um, not to toot my own horn. I mean I wasn't but I but I kind of was intellectualizing everything and not feeling everything. And I know that kinda of all sounds very cliche, but but uh, and once I started to feel, that's all I could do, and that was a bit much too, right? But because then you got to find that balance. Yeah. So I would have to say getting some other health, not just theater school, but realizing I did have stuff I wanted to work out. and going to find some, you know, I went to a good therapist, and eventually he recommended me to a group-type therapy because it actually emulated like a family. Yeah. And, um, and that helped me a lot. That helped me a lot. You know, therapy, figured, yes, it really did, it, it sort of, it was a couple things that, A, I realized that everybody has issues and everybody feels lonely and everybody feels isolated sometimes, and but it really um, helped me connect with how I was feeling and, you know, what, what to kind of work on and what not to buy, what not to lose myself in or, you know,
0: yeah. I think so. Yeah. No. That. So, so, what do you consider to be the qualities to become successful? Okay. Success you can measure however you measure it. Sure. Yeah.
1: So, I think that again, you know, there's freedom within structure. So, I'm not going to say money's not important, but it's not important. Like, it's to me anyway. Um, I have a privileged life. I believe I uh, was born in North America. I am, you know, I don't have the same struggles as my friends who are are um, not white. I, I don't. It's not, you know. I've been fortunate. I have a good set of teeth, and you know, I'm healthy. Um, that said, I think I um, I think that what's important is generosity. Um, and not to a fault but you, you, you can you can take the seat. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, the oh, yeah, yeah right. no no, please. Yeah. Um Yeah, Jim Rossy, there's there's that uh, that's great. Okay.
0: it's it's all good.
1: So I think there's certain things that we need to have boundaries and we need to be um, to not necessarily overshare too, oh, right. or too fast is sometimes a little dangerous. But I think, I ultimately mean, you have to give something of yourself, yourself to people, and I think kindness goes a long way. These are the things that I, that are successful. I, I find people like most successful traits of when uh, people are kind and when they can be considerate of others and generous and and help other people and. Uh, I think that makes
0: for a successful life. Yeah. And what gets you up in the morning, every day?
1: Well, this, I got really excited about my life in the last little while, because um, I realized I have the potential to do these projects and uh, I'm ready. You know, I'm, I'm 107 years old, but so it's taken me a long time to realize it, but I, I feel like um, Ready to really start listening to my instincts and to start writing more and to trust that I'm on the right path. And uh,
0: <laughs> sure, oh, no, that's all right. That's, okay. my dear? that's all right. No, no, it's fine. That's
1: absolutely fine. Yeah. We we're just talking about kindness, so yeah. Yeah, we're don't worry about a thing. you
0: yeah. yes, we'll yeah.
1: tell you. No, 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 no it's not. fine. Okay. So somebody just took that little, little um,
0: camera there, I think. That's all right. And I'm, we're
1: okay. So, okay, where were we? Oh, Bob,
0: what gets you up? In the morning.
1: Okay, what gets me up in the morning? So I'm excited about a few projects I've gotten to go. On. And, uh, and I have a feeling they're going to work. And after being here for a month and touring around the city and, and thinking about and making some notes, I I think I'm on the right path. Yeah. Without get, getting too much into it. Uh,
0: where are you going after Edinburgh? Going go I'm back?
1: going to go back home, and okay. I co- actually coach really fast 10 year old swimming, and so um, I coach te- fast ten-year-olds, and then I coach uh, a couple of other groups, and I and I I really enjoy that job. Yeah. It's been five years in the making of the schedule for it and learning all about uh, how to do it. And so what I'm grateful for yeah. is that it allows me the flexibility to do more writing in the meantime and conditioning. And um, so I'm going to get some projects that I've been working on for a while, but they're ready to
0: wrap up. Okay. Yeah. All right. And then um, what are you most grateful for, when you
1: Wow, I'm um, most grateful for, for uh, my able body okay. uh, How old are you, by the way? I'm 58 in September, okay. I'm 57. Yeah. Um, I know, you know, it gets tired and run down and it's not perfect in size, um, but I can stand and brush my teeth and I can, you know, uh, walk to the store and I can ride. And Run, I'm not a great runner, but I could swim and I can, um, yeah, I I can dress up, I can dress down, I can go where I want and do what I want. And and there's so many people who are not given, who don't have that luxury. Yeah. And I really feel that that's every day I I have to be thankful
0: for that. Good, because what I do is every morning I get up. I look at yesterday, and look at what three things am I grateful for yesterday. Right. Um, and there's a guy in India called Sadhguru, and he says the most important thing when you first wake up to be grateful for is that you woke up.
1: That you woke up. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah, no, I think that. And that your little soul was sort of guided through sleep, and then, you know, exactly. in some way that, yeah, you weren't hurt or interrupted or, you know, like that in some way, I, I always find that kind of amazing at the end of a long day, you can close your eyes, you know, I have a roof over my head, I have this privilege to be here with a an pair of and you know, just, I, I find it really amazing sometimes to think, you fall asleep at night and you wake up. Yeah. Eight hours later, you know, and you get out of bed and you get a chance to do it over again.
0: Yeah, that's right.
1: I yeah. think it's like, it, it makes
0: like half a million people in the world or something like that don't wake up the next day. They don't wake up the next day? Yeah, well, they just they pass away. They pass away in their sleep. Yeah. See,
1: I, uh, yeah, I, I'm working on a little
0: project. It,
1: I have a friend in my life. He's my boyfriend, actually. He's quite a bit younger than I am, but he did a very tough job, and he picks up dead bodies, wow, and he did it for a lot of years. Um, he's gone back to school now, taken an early childhood education, but I've written a story called Dead On. It's about these young men that are picking up dead bodies, because there's so many people dying, and yeah. I, I, I'm you know, hesitant to say too much more on here. I have the rights to it, so don't take it anybody... <laughs> <bad>. <laughs> <laughs> but... It's just that, and it was. He, you know, we have a lot of chats he and I about people my age, that he picks up. And they are living alone. They don't even have a cat. They have no pictures of their family. They have no one there when they go. Like, I mean, to me, I gotta say, I have a lot of friends. I got an able body. I you get stuff sometimes. I get tired, and I run out of money, and you know, I can't. Yeah. between jobs and yada
0: yada yada, right but I somehow always end up at a barbecue you know barbecues are my best <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, um, I'm actually this Saturday that's a barbecue if you if, you're, if you're, you I love to go yeah I yeah. uh, love it it's a it's a performance barbecue um Saturday afternoon okay so
1: yeah did you say a foreman's
0: barbecue or a foreman's oh a performance a performance barbecue yeah, yeah. So there'll be loads of people. Sure, I love that. I love yeah, it. Yeah. I'll yeah. send you the details. Yeah, sure, be good.
1: good. Yeah. 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 good. Uh, yeah, like that. I mean, you know, here I am. I'm a starving actor in sort of not starving, but I'm in Scotland and yeah, okay. I don't have a ton of money. Every pound is two of our dollars. Yeah,
0: you would so say. So it's yeah. not
1: the easiest uh, gig for us, um,
0: but I've eaten a lot of meals at home and
1: now I'm going to a barbecue. Exactly. So come
0: yeah. Of course, yeah. Yeah. My, yeah.
1: yeah. I, I, I gets how old I am, by the way. I have no idea. Um, I, you look amazing. Yeah. So, I am Fifty
0: one.
1: Fifty one. This man is fifty one. Okay, that's like, yeah.
0: Amazing. Yeah, uh, but I used to be fat.
1: I understand that. Yeah. Yeah. And um, very not able. Yeah. We talked about that before. Yeah, yeah.
0: Too. And I used to be married as well. So. Did you? Yeah. Yeah. So there was that? Is they, that? They can age you really fast. Is that right? <laughs> so, the wrong woman. The wrong. Woman. The wrong person. Sure. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. All the wrong person
1: Yeah, you're so, wrong. Yeah. Just. Yeah. I mean, I guess. Yeah. In my case, for sure, it's, I, I. I mean, I never did marry. I ended up. I guess I was pivotal too. I almost got married to a man in Greece. My father's Greek and my mother's Scottish, and um, and it's it's the perfect democracy, Greece, but it's not the most democratic for women. And so I chose not to do it, and I came back here uh, to Canada, and I decided to be an actor. And I went to New York City, and I studied, and I just have never really looked back. I kind of married my career, if you want to Yeah, awesome. yeah. And I coach kids. I get a lot of that in my life, and um, I have my dear friend Soren. We've been together now for five years. He is um, he is a very good part of my life, and um, yeah, I feel
0: very blessed. Now. Cool. You want to say to? So
1: um, yeah, just follow your dreams, and um, and that's I guess be grateful if you if you have um, an able body and you're able to make choices, and yeah, be generous with your spirits. I don't mean with your money. I just mean with your spirits, and um, and be kind. to
0: Brilliant. Thank you very much. Uh, so this is why I can go make life hacks. Uh, and uh, I'll put this up and I'll put all your links everything. Please. Thank you. Thank you. Bye now. Bye.